This is HPR episode 2837 entitled Parallax Live Desktops in Android. It is hosted by operator and is about 17 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is Parallax Wallpaper, Mouse Gigglers, System D YouTube Background Play and more. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Radio, your host operator. I'm going to go quickly go over uh, live wallpapers and which uh, which I'm what, what I'm currently messing with now is uh, parallax based, which is essentially kind of creating fake 3D images. And when you turn the when you rotate the phone, those layers will move around and make it appear like it's 3D and, and provide a cool effect when you're when you're playing with your phone. Um, so there's a few apps out there. Um, the majority of them will give you a selection of, you know, however many default kind of 3D live wallpapers, parallax wallpapers, and then some of them will have like a predetermined number of free ones, and then you can actually create your own by adding, you know, one or more or two or more multiple layers. And then if you want to add, like, ten layers, then you have to pay, you know, whatever to, to unlock uh, the ability to add more layers. So this parallax effects is basically taking, um, there's kind of two approaches from the, the actual creating the images that I've seen so far. Uh, one is just take random images and, and, and stack them on top of each other. So you might have the background of, you know, space. And then maybe in front of that is a, is a, is a hand, a big hand that's that's reaching out or whatever, grabbing down something. And then inside of that hand, you might put a, a ball or a, you know, a planet or something inside of that hand and maybe some effects around that, um, between those layers. So when you're rotating around, it kind of looks cool, like lens flare effects and things like that. So I've seen a number of pretty decent ones that have, um, multiple layers, but they're also somehow um, changing the um, the dimensions of the layers as they as, as they get moved around. So as they're rotated, um, they 
appear to shrink and expand, sort of, to give it even more of a 3D uh, effect. So, um, there, there's... Now, I'll talk about more of that in a minute. The, the other method that I've seen online is also based on uh, images like a, a image that is one image based off uh, creating multiple layers based off of one image. And that's just using um, our, our Photoshop, for lack of a better term, um, effects to um, put some distance in between your outlines, what you've cut out of the image, and what you're going to remain in there. So for example, if you have a picture of a beautiful woman on the beach, and you don't have a beach picture that will fit with that woman on the beach, then you can actually cut the woman out of the beach and then um, and then pull her out, and then you can take background, and with some photoshopping, you can add, you know, a percentage of 5% or whatever of the missing area around that with just guessing and doing some photoshop techniques, right? Um, with like some fill, some fill, fill techniques. And that allows you to shift, uh, right, to put the to put the girl in front of the beach and you can shift it around and you won't, there will be a minimum amount of noticing what, uh, what, uh, noticing that there's going to be any loss of, of fidelity, right? Um, the keys are jingling, sorry. So that's kind of the cool part about it. Um, it's actually some money here. Try not to be too obnoxious. Um, so, and I think it's interesting. I've I've run across a few live wallpapers, and I think the wallpaper market could use um, some some refreshing. And I've I've looked at least within Android space, I've looked around and I've seen some pretty decent live wallpapers. But um, due to CPU usage or something, that I just haven't really seen anything that's really blown me away. And I've done some research. And I've looked at other live wallpapers, and they're all just kind of chinky, or they're um, more uh, tweak-based wallpapers. Well, they'll tell you the weather or something equally stupid or, or unimportant. Um, so those are halfway decent, the ones that are provide data. Or, for example, if it's raining outside, it will show the rain in the background. Or if it's sunny outside, it will show that it's sunny. Um, those are a little bit different and a little more creative, but... I'm wondering if you guys have any ideas around um, using this parallax, parallax effect to make some really cool, interesting three-dimensional um, images and or objects or instances of, of uh, environments, 3D environments with this, with this parallax effect. Um, I've got a few ideas of my own. I just haven't meshed them all together or found an app that will let me um, add more than like three layers. But uh, anyways, I just wanted to give that an update or just a little post or a little quick tips on, on what I've been poking around with in that space. Um, let's see, I'm trying to think of some other good live, live wallpapers. Um, there's a few, uh, a few of them out there that are just special effects, right? You, you know, there'll be like a water droplet or whatever, so whenever you touch something on the, on the interface, it'll drop a, drop a thing of water... Um, some kind of net nature-based effect. Um, outside of that, there just hasn't really been anything super cool. And I think with with all the information on your phone, your personal device, and all all the things that it can do, and all the information that it can pull, 
there has to be something creative that's that nobody has done yet, and I'm trying to find what that live wallpaper would look like, um, and and you know how that would how people would interact with it. Right, the interaction is the key, and then maybe if you have to, or you can think about social media aspect of it to make it somehow interactive with a with a social media aspect. Um, maybe it maybe hooks into say Facebook or you know, whatever the kids are talking about nowadays, but that, that's just some of the options, and some of the things that I've thought about here, kind of recently, Let's see if I can get over, not get honked at, okay, anyways, um, trying to think what else is going on, um, still doing some mobile app testing, you might see some stuff on that, um, I wanted to talk about my um, some of my LinkedIn posts. Um, first one is uh, on uh, caffeine, or what I'll call um, espresso. So there's there's an app uh, application out there called like Mouse Jiggler. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. So this Mouse Jiggler app will every 59 seconds it'll press like the function 21 key or something like that, right? Um, the cool thing about it is that it'll the theory is is that it'll keep your computer alive and jiggle your mouse when it right. Um, the last version I saw of it was quite obnoxious. It would substantially jiggle your mouse, um, at least relative location. It didn't move it to the center of the screen or anything like that, but it would jiggle your mouse like uh, an, un, an unreasonable amount. Like there's no reason to have the mouse jiggle that much. It only, it only needs to move one pixel and back to the, to the same direction. Um, so that was kind of interesting. Um, so I, I ran into a, a program called Caffeine. This Caffeine program will um, essentially do the same thing. As, like I said, it'll press like the function 22 button every 59 seconds after and and will keep the computer from going to sleep. Um, that's kind of better than Mouse Jiggler. Uh, what I what I wanted was a, me, was a script to automatically keep me logged into web pages. So I looked to AutoHotKey for this. Now, AutoHotKey has a thing that they can do where um, you can, uh, in the background, send keys to a window that's not activated. So I said, cool, I can send, like, Control-Shift to all the window titles and all the Internet titles, all the Internet uh, backgrounds, and, and refresh my page and keep myself logged in. What I found was that it doesn't appear to even work um, with those, maybe it's a security feature or whatever. But so what I ended up having to do was actually activate each window title within the whole environment, and then control, press control, excuse me, control F5 on each one. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, it's it's actually surprisingly not that uh, useful. It actually, out of the, you know, I want to say out of the seven or eight, nine, ten websites I tested, three of them actually it did not work for. Almost like you had to post something to the website to keep it uh, to keep it um, still active. So I've, I've thought about some techniques, maybe um, some kind of browser plugin, and I referenced those in the link for LinkedIn post. But I've thought, some, I've thought about some kind of browser shenanigans where it just arbitrarily posts data to the server to keep you alive um, with the current credentials, but that gets cookies involved and I don't really want to mess with other people's cookies um so there might be a way to do it through through auto hotkey somehow to send a post request on a page that you're currently on um 
maybe through some shenanigans, but anyways, that's, that's for that, um, let's see, the next one was, uh, some of my System D scripts, so if you guys haven't poked with System D, um, better jump on the train, uh, I have seen some implementations of System D, I think what you're supposed to do is create a script that points to another script, so you create a System D service, that System D service points to a script, and then that script actually does the stuff that you want to do. Now, what I ended up doing was you can double escape, basically, um, environment variables and things like that. And I think it's kind of not really kosher to do this. But I essentially escape all of my scripting inside of this service. So all I have to do is modify the service. So instead of having to write two, modif- you know, trying to, trying to modify two scripts when I want to update my services, I only have to update the service and I can say okay well I want the, the the service to change and I also want the script that actually executes when the service to change inside of there so I have a all in one script and I've got some links um, on the system D article on the LinkedIn post for that one um, I, now I have seen this used in other places um, system D scripts in like bash scripting inside of system D so I, it's it's been done before and it's not super uncommon but I'm, I would imagine that's not the kosher way to do it. But I have some examples that work for me that start up all my services and it's all in there and all in one file. And you don't have to worry about doing that. Um, System D is actually really cool. Um, if, if you're coming from a Windows environment, it's a bit like having um, the resource monitor for Windows 10 and up or whatever it is. Um, it's a bit like the resource monitor, so it show, you can actually get it to cool, do all kinds of fun stuff where you can look at the logging, you can tail the logging out. It's almost like an event manager slash um, system recovery thing or, or uh, uh, system resources thing. Um, it, it's also similar to like for Linux, excuse me, Linux environment combination of like HTOP and IOTOP. Um, so you can really do some really cool stuff with it. Uh, I just don't have that need. I don't have the need to like, you know, partition out hard drive space and CPU cycles and RAM to services, right? I just give everything 100%. Um, so once you get on the system D bandwagon and these scripts will help you, um, that won't be too hard of a thing to, to, to worry about. Um, I think I've already talked about my my pirate naval action thing. Um, I did a naval action script with AutoHotKey that sails uh, this shit for you. Um, I'm pretty sure I did one on that. If I ha- if I haven't, I-, I might do a whole episode on on that one. Um, let's see. Play YouTube in background. So if you have a, a, a YouTube or Android device and you're trying to play uh, YouTube stuff and then you turn your phone off, here's some other methods to some other methods to to get that across to to do that um if you do not have root the only way i know of is to actually have a program that keeps the um that kind of puts a picture in a picture basically for ios or or android i think six one six two and up or seven one and up um that basically does a picture in a picture and and has YouTube playing inside of that picture, and then you can, it's an overlay, so that way the video is still playing, it's still in the foreground, 
but it's not actually in the foreground. It's it's playing in the background. Um, that's kind of chinky. You can't actually turn the screen off in some cases, in most cases. Um, there was another one called um, um, uh, Pipes, New Pipes. And that's part of the whole... The uh, New Pipes will actually... Excuse me. New Pipes is actually a replacement for the uh, YouTube the normal YouTube player, and if you can get a hold of removing the normal YouTube player and just install, um, install new pipe, it's, it's a pretty different experience, especially with, um, some ad blocking and things like that in place. Um, the, the foolproof way around all this is to install, uh, remove YouTube app and install YouTube Vanced. Now, YouTube Vanced is a root-based um, thing that comes with Magisk's, the, the root tool, whatever. Um, it's a replacement of X, um, XMOD type of thing. So, um, it replaces the YouTube app. I think it basically hooks the YouTube app, pulls out, it's a replacement for the YouTube app, pulls out all the ads and stuff, pulls out the, the ability to stop the playback when you turn the phone off. And essentially makes it like the the YouTube player, YouTube Red player. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Um, a mass Active Directory unlock script, and uh, that's pretty much it. Anyways, um, let's check out my LinkedIn. I'll put the links in there for this stuff, and I hope uh, I might be able to do an episode on the the Parallax stuff once I've had some time to do a few other projects, but, um, it's something I'm interested in and something I'm keeping an eye out for, um, doing, been getting into drawing a little bit and doing art on, with Inkscape, um, and I might do some trials, tribulations there too. Cool, cool. Have a good one. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.